Hello and welcome to the Be Part of the Change podcast. This is our new series that will explore the challenges and success stories of those from underrepresented backgrounds in the built environment. Our sector has committed to making improvements on the level of representation in the built environment, including key membership bodies signing a Memorandum of Understanding in 2022 to drive inclusion across the sector. We have launched Be Part of the Change to raise awareness of challenges and share the experiences of our students our alumni and industry professionals. This will be the first episode in a long-running series. Hello there, and welcome to the Be Part of the Change podcast, our first episode. My name is Charlotte Thackeray. I'm the Outreach and Inclusion Lead here at the University College of Estate Management. Now, this is a student-based podcast, uh, but for this very first episode, we wanted to speak with the main hosts of the podcast to learn a bit more about them. So today I'm speaking with our current student ambassadors for Equality, Diversity, Inclusion, Drew, Ellie and Umi. So hi, guys. Uh, It's great to have you all here today. So I think we can just kick it off with Drew. How did you get into the built environment? Um, where are you working? Would you like to introduce yourself to us? Yes. Hello. Um, so I'm an apprentice on the commercial agency team at Savills Peterborough. Um, my sort of way into the built environment was, I say, pretty much just fell into it, really. Um, so prior to this, I was training in the Merchant Navy for two years. Um, decided that I wanted to be on a bit more of a land role. So I sort of knew that I wanted to go into the built environment and I was really interested in apprenticeships. Um, So I was searching around and uh, found this one. So applied and yeah, um, so I I actually started with team bits like a few months prior to starting the apprenticeship, which I thought really, really helped. But yeah, I'm really enjoying it so far, I'd say. So my name is Umi and I'm in the real estate management route. So I'm an apprentice management surveyor at Workman in the London office. During sixth form, I was a bit confused on what step to take. But as a child, like I've always had a passion in property development and the real estate industry. So I feel like I'm kind of doing the right thing because I was kind of passionate from the start. Hi, I'm Ellie. Uh, I'm an apprentice surveyor at Align Property Partners. Um, and I'm currently studying real estate management here at UCEM. Um, and I would say probably the same as Drew for how I got into the built environment. I was originally, I'd worked my way up in my like, kind of part-time job that once, so once I left it from doing A-levels, I didn't know what I wanted to do. So I took kind of like a year out where I was management in kind of like a fast food restaurant. And then I was just kind of looking for a degree apprenticeships because, you know, a lot of my friends were in regular kind of uni and I really wanted to join. But at the same time, it was, I was wanting to get a house and things. So I was definitely looking for a degree apprenticeship. And I'd never heard of the built environment really until I come to the purchase of my own house. And then it really inspired me to want to get involved with something along those lines with the surveying side and things like that. That's really interesting. It's amazing that that term fall into it is always something that you hear. You'll come from those different backgrounds, but you can always see there's one sort of thread that is that built element, that property maybe element as well. Okay, so that's really cool. So we've got to know a bit about you guys. So let's talk role models and who inspired you to get into the built environment or maybe since you've joined the built environment, is there anyone that's particularly inspired you? Um, yeah, so because I kind of fell into it, I wouldn't really say that there was anyone in particular who inspired me to get into the built environment. But since working at Savills and being with the UCEM, um, I have 
I feel like I wouldn't say I've got one particular role model, but people who I always would look up to, I would say at the moment are other apprentices within the company um, or at the university who I can see like on LinkedIn who are doing really, really well in the studies who are graduating with like a first. Um, I sort of see them and I'm like, oh, wow, like, I would love to be able just to like to get that kind of like level of academic achievement and to pass the APC as well. Um, I know the grad on my team at the moment, he is waiting for his results now. And I just think the way that he's been handling it over the past few weeks um, is quite inspiring, really. Awesome. What about you, Ellie? I would say the same thing. I kind of didn't have a role model kind of before I joined the built environment. Um, but I would say since there is a, a woman within my team, um, she's called Mel and she's a like registered valuer uh, on like a socio-rick sort of thing. Um, and she's probably the most organized woman I think I've ever met in my entire life. <laughs> um, and she kind of, you know, because I don't think you get kind of many women as, you know, we we're going to talk about, but um, she really kind of runs everything that she does. And I think everybody kind of looks up to her because if anybody's struggling, we all kind of go to her and her knowledge on valuation and basically just everything that she does. Um, she does really, really well. Uh, so I think to be that kind of like confident and have that ability is definitely something to look up to. And then kind of similar to what Drew was saying, I met a apprentice at the time who she's just recently passed her APC um, when we were at one of these RICS events. And uh, she worked in the valuation office in Durham and she worked really hard. I think she was saying she was in the process of kind of like within the built environment for about seven years. Like she worked really hard. And I think that's really inspiring to kind of see the journey she's been on and where she came from. Um, to get to where she is now and she loved everything about her job and I think that's really inspiring to love what you're doing um, within the built environment. Yeah 100% I think if you don't love what you do you can't bring your full self can you really um, into it that's really interesting. Um, as I say Ellie you've, you've picked a couple of women there in particular do you think that is that does that provide that extra level of inspiration maybe? Um, yes definitely I think so because you meet I think fewer of them as well that definitely helps to make them kind of stand out to you as well but also on a more like relatable level because I instantly felt kind of fully comfortable around say like Mel and the other apprentice that I'd met um, and you know listening to their experience is definitely more like as a woman myself is definitely something that you know helps to inspire you more sort of thing I would say because you know it's more relatable to us. Awesome. So yeah, it's really nice to hear. And Umi, who particularly inspired you? So I grew up in a single parent household. So there's four siblings, so two brothers, me and my sister. So growing up, I've always seen like, my mum, she's had a passion in like property and the whole jazz of real estate and things. So she bought her property, uh, her first one, 10 years ago, and she's been growing her portfolio since so as a child I just used to look at my mum and think because it's a really long process like buying houses and having tenants and things and she always was like determined even though there was always like obstacles on the way she used to just be like no I'm going to get this done so when I was a child my mum used to always say to me there's nothing that I can't do so I can always do it and I will like there's always a way out of do of thinking that you can't do it but you can do it so I've just always looked at my mum and thought she's kind of a big role model. I mean, our mums are 
role models to all of us anyways. But um, since joining the built environment, I really do look up the team leaders. For example, my line manager is Isma. She is quite proactive. She's quite helpful. And she is a woman in real estate. Also, um, Kirsty, she is a, she's a partner in our firm. I feel like she's very understanding. She's someone that we um, turn up to when it's like we have issues or just to have a good chat. I feel like she always sees the best in everyone and she's always pushing the whole idea of being hardworking and getting things done, which is kind of what you need in like a fast growing industry like the built environment. Super. So, I mean, you work for very different companies. Savills is a huge company that stretches across the entirety of of the UK. Um, And Ellie, you work at uh, Align Property Partners. Um, Umi is at Workman LLP. So two of you are based in London, one of you um, more further north. is it a case that any of your employers done anything or are they doing anything to specifically support their female employees and women in general? Or is it more sort of a, a homogenous effort to support all employees? Um, I, I'd say it's a bit, a bit, a little bit of um, the two there, where I know with Savills, we're such a large company. Um, so we do actually have a gender group as well as gender representatives in the company as well. I was actually looking into it a bit earlier and you can probably head online and have a look for yourself. But Savills recognise that they've got the gender pay gap and they do recognise that they can try to close that. Um, I think I was reading about it earlier. So they are actively reducing the pay gap, um, which I which I think is actually really good that they're acknowledging what they can be doing. Yeah, absolutely. What about the line, uh, Ellie? Uh, with us being a kind of small, as you said, kind of mid-sized company, um, we don't have, you know, when I was kind of researching into it with our company, we don't have like specific, you know, something that's displayed on the website sort of thing. Um, but I think that, you know, in our company, we're not made to stand out as 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 women, which is nice. I know within our team, within the estates team, um, the first of our apprentices, I actually am one of the first apprentices, me and another girl. Um, so it's nice to see that their first two apprentices ever have been women um, and obviously around our age as well. So it's nice to see that, you know, it wasn't even a thing of like, oh, you know, make it especially to be women. It was just as it happened. And I think it's nice that our company kind of doesn't recognise that sort of thing. There was no kind of you know, decisions there or anything like that. Um, and they do try. I mean, I think every every team when I was kind of looking into it is fairly balanced um, so I think kind of reducing the kind of prejudice against women sort of thing is definitely there. Oh, that's really cool to hear. How about you Amy? I feel like there's a lot of female partners in Workmen so there's quite a, I feel like already we have like woman empowerment because we have quite a lot of senior teams. The senior teams are quite full of um, females I feel like the idea of sisterhood is quite big in workmen like this we've always got like groups of um, and the girls really do go and have lunch together and we do sit and have a chat so I feel like we have been implemented that from the start also in workmen we have the EDI group and it's called reach so there's a so we have a every Friday last Friday we have of the month we have like a meeting so everyone that's part of the group will see and we have a chat and usually it's the hub so the hub is like the workman where all the employees at workman like can share their thoughts and things and all the updates will get sent on to there so we usually like post updates and things on there so for example the most recent one was Diwali I believe so like we just post our 
important things on there so I will feel like um, or things that we want to be changed so like currently we have discussions of having a peace and well-being room alongside prayer rooms most of our offices in the UK have already implemented this but other offices there's still discussions on where or how they can put it in so like people can just step out if they need to sit in the well-being room take a break or if you want to pray you can pray in there so I feel like we are doing quite a bit to kind of implement diversity and like appreciating women and womanhood. So I guess if we're thinking as the sector in general, the RICS has recently launched its first Women in Surveying Insight report, um, which was very enlightening. They talk about how the average length of a woman's membership is 16 years as opposed to a man, which is 28. And they talk of the, the those who are surveyed, particularly 17% of approximately 99,000 members are from the UK and Ireland who are women, but that there is still a massive variety in the terms of the pathways. The surveying profession is particularly varied. So land and resources is the greatest representation of women, but minerals and waste, just 6% um, in terms of the members of the membership who they surveyed. So, sorry, who they surveyed. So there is clearly still more to do. What more could or should the sector do for women and maybe why that should be? I feel like something which is highlighted quite a bit in the report as well is sort of the difference in the amount of women in the director roles um, compared to men. Um, so I think something which they could be doing is looking to put more women into the higher up roles. Um, they could probably also focus on sort of like the lower end of it as well. I know for me, it was never a thing where we had anyone come into our school to talk to us about the built environment. And I feel like they could be really trying to encourage younger women just through trying to promote it a little bit more. Yeah, absolutely. I think, would you also potentially look to other areas and almost to as potentially as somebody who's sort of as an apprentice you're looking to gain that experience as well so would you potentially think about gaining that experience from your university as well could there be something that we could do as an institution yeah. to help support that potentially I mean, if you've got this role so, yeah. as an example but yeah yeah um and then you also mentioned outreach as well which is really interesting um do you think that collaborating maybe as as built environment institutions and members within the sector we could do more maybe to collaborate on that it's quite a leading question but I wonder sometimes if we should be as an institution when I'm going out and doing outreach maybe we should do that with other industry outreach teams if that would have that more impact I guess I could see so yeah um I think it would could probably help having, you know, the university and maybe some of the companies in the built environment as well, just probably trying to get like an outreach programme where yeah. you're sort of showing like how you can work together and how the apprenticeship would work. Absolutely. Um, Ellie, have you any thoughts? Um, yeah, I would agree with everything Drew said there, um, kind of like just including more women in the kind of director roles and having that kind of, you know, like a support system even further down below kind of thing um, to help, you know, for more women to understand that I think is definitely something the profession, because a lot of the time, if I tell, say, like my friends what I do, you know, you kind of get a bit of a blank look. So I think, you know, trying to raise up 
awareness of what you do within the built environment, all the different types. I mean, as our work for the company that I work for is multidisciplinary. So we've got a lot of people in there, kind of like um, architects, that sort of thing, and building surveys and everything along the lines of that and sustainability team and stuff like that. So it'd be good to know about the different roles that women can get involved in as well, or just anybody really, but, you know, that further down below sort of thing um, with people in schools and that sort of thing to know about um, basically just the different roles that there are and what's involved in them. Yumi, have you anything to add? So as as the built environment, as we all know, is quite male dominated, so it can be quite scary, quite daunting for some woman to enter a room that's probably full of men, not in a rude way, but it could be a bit like, do I feel a bit out of place or do I feel like I'm in the right place? I feel like there should be maybe a bit more events or more like notice for women in particular, for like, for example, ladies in real estate, they host a monthly breakfast. So a lot of women in real estate, like they go and join the breakfast, make some friends, network and just bounce off ideas from each other. So I feel like that's one, that's a good idea. Maybe like we could implement ideas like that in maybe our firms or there could be charities or other organizations that could implement that for women that are looking to start in real estate or already working in real estate. Or even your your university, perhaps as well. Yeah, yeah, mm. of course. Yeah. So, um, I've got two more questions left. And my first one is: What do you enjoy most about the built environment? It's obviously such a wide, broad sector, um, and you guys have talked about how actually you are working quite different sort of areas within your apprenticeship. So, what is it that you enjoy most, Drew? First. I feel like for me that the thing that I enjoy the most is the diversity of the building environment you could be doing anything and every day for me it's just so like it's almost as if if, I I never know what I'm going to actually I head into the office at like 9am and I've got no idea what the day ahead holds which I personally really 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 just love about it but yeah I I feel like the fact that you can also I know within Savills especially I know that I'm training with the commercial agency team right now but I, I could probably head into anywhere in the built environment really um there's the variety there I think which really really appeals super and Ellie yeah I would definitely say um the diversity is something that's really good because it keeps your day kind of interesting you're not doing the same thing over and over again as I say, I tend to do quite a lot within um, valuation. So you can go from learning how to value like a piece of land one day to be doing a house the next and that sort of thing, you know, just the variety of work. Um, but also uh, getting to work below, um, you know, experience, really experienced people within the built environment is definitely something that's really good because you get to learn a lot of different things from different people, um, different like perspectives. And, you know, if you're working within a couple of like, so say, principal surveyors, um, you get to, you know, learn what they're specialising in. And they tend to talk about with such passion that I think it's really nice to see kind of like, you know, to talk to have the conversations to learn something um, about the built environment from somebody who is so like, you know, understanding of it and knows what they're talking about. That's all really interesting. How about you, Amy? I feel like in the built environment, every day is different. So you're not always expecting the same thing. And I feel like there's so many different roles and so many different opportunities that you can grab. And there's always like, you're always learning new things. And um, as there's a lot of clients, especially in 
property management where I work in. So it's like you're always bouncing off ideas from different clients and understanding how some asset asset managers like to work, how some property managers like to work. So I feel like there's always something for you to learn and there's always new ways for you to create a, like networking relationships and things that will help you grow your your own independent portfolio, like your personal portfolio, as well as your professional portfolio. Amazing. Cool. And then I guess the final question is, what has made the biggest positive difference to you as a woman in the built environment? Drew first. So the biggest difference for me um, would be definitely working with other women. Um, So the team that I'm on currently, uh, the director, associate director and the graduate um they're all men so i've been able to work with other women especially those in the direct positions and those who are qualified um i found it really really helpful i do feel as if there's definitely a difference in the way that men and women work um so being able to work with other women is i I find it personally really really helpful cool thank you um ellie um, yeah, I would definitely say like working alongside other women. Um, sometimes I see when I work in a secondment with a principal surveyor, um, we go into like local authority and we see a lot of women that kind of work there within their kind of estates team. Um, and you see the, them kind of like leading meetings, you know, leading different aspects. And it's nice to see that it is a woman who's in like in charge of something and is kind of also passionate about it, but also in that kind of leadership role. Um, and then again, as I say, within our own team, um, seeing like a woman who tends to lead our team meetings and stuff like that, it is nice to see. Um, and then um, we have also been obviously here, like in my current role for over a year. So I've seen the new batch of apprenticeship apprentices from different teams come in and seeing that they're quite a diverse range of like women, like women as well. Uh, has been really positive to see that you know it's kind of we're seeing more people come into the built environment that are um women the more accepted and it's more kind of well known but also seeing them in kind of like kind of like leadership roles or leading team meetings and being a big part of it that's all really interesting how about you Amy? so as i've only been in the built environments for a year and a bit I feel like I have gained a lot more confidence but I have plans of like making the built environment a bit more inclusive a bit more diverse like for example last year I was having this chat with my land manager and I was saying like Ramadan's coming to an end so maybe we should do something to celebrate the end of Ramadan so I was suggested the ideas of maybe like sharing cupcakes out to the to my teammates in the office or maybe like a quiz or a social after so like we can celebrate the idea of Eid and I feel like it's kind of nice to have these things put in place because then other like my other colleagues can kind of understand what this religion is about or what this culture is about and it's just like everyone it just brings everyone together so we're more socializing and it just brings us to make more friends and good networking. Cool so I guess culminatively from what you've said over the the course of this episode of the podcast is that there are some positive steps being taken by the sector, um, but you mention your female role models. So Women Inspiring Women clearly is the most positive takeaway um, from today, but by bringing more women into the sector, this will only enhance that. And that is what the sector really needs to make an effort to do. Thank you so much uh, for your time today. It's been really amazing to hear about your experiences in the sector. Really, really appreciate it. Our next podcast will be in the new year, so make sure you keep an eye out for the next episode. Thanks very much. Thank you for listening to the Be Part of the Change podcast. 
To find out more and get involved with the campaign, Google UCEM Be Part of the Change. If you'd like to get in touch with our student ambassadors for EDI, email outreachandinclusion at ucem.ac.uk.